Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder, coming at you live for the best little parenting show on the internet. Let me get my phone plugged in just in case, because I always hate it if my phone starts coming dead in the middle of a live video. That's so frustrating. Hope you guys have had a fabulous day. Um, it's been a good day here at the Post Institute. I want to plug these books real quick. Brian's book, From Fear to Love, that you can get on promotion, feartolovebook.com. The new workbook that just was recently created and finished, we have in print on Amazon. On Amazon is the only place you can buy a print version of this book. On our website, we have an ebook version, but soon, meaning mm, I think it's gonna be about two months, I think, before I'll be able to have a print version in stock, in-house, that I can ship out to you guys. I'm sure we'll put together some little packages and maybe offer some great discounts to those who've already bought from Fear to Love the book so they can come and snatch up that workbook at a discount price. So if you're in a hurry, which I don't blame you if you are, go grab it on Amazon. If you can wait, I think we'll have it at a little bit better. We'll be able to catch a little better deal in-house. So um, we'll have that soon. Hey, Carrie, it's so nice to see you this evening. Hey, Joni, nice to see you. Holly, nice to see you. Also want to include Brian's book, The Great Behavior Breakdown. Um, you can get this on Amazon as well as postinstitute.com. Hey, Mary, nice to see you there. Um, so my topic tonight, what did I say I was going to talk about? Uh, when we know better, we do better. Hmm. Hmm. Let's talk about that. Because uh, when I when I first wrote my topic, um, I was thinking about that more from the parent's perspective. Hey, Sephora, more from an adult perspective. Like, when we know better, we do better. Like, um, don't beat yourself up so much about not knowing things that you didn't know, right? I have a lot of parents who are like, man, I wish I would have known this 10 years ago. I wish I would have known this 20 years ago. Um, I have a friend, Cheryl, and she messages me through Messenger. She's an encourager. She tells me about how our work is having a positive impact in her life. And she talked to me today. She messaged about the idea of writing um, a parenting book for all parents. And uh, that's something, something we are definitely in the works on. Brian has a really great book called Parenting Softly. It's an ebook on Amazon. I think I'm going to pull that and uh, look at it, maybe we can add to it and create something really cool and unique for parents um, just to help help spread the message because we know the womb is the starting place. And so anyway, you know, this idea that we have when we know better, we do better. And this idea that we have that um, you just need to make better choices, um, all these concepts, and yet then we hear stories of parents who are like, you know, I try doing this, try doing this, and then I get stressed out, or I get tripped up in my old blueprints and my old way of doing things, and I go back to my old habits. So when we know better, we do better. Hmm. Really? But do we really? <laughs> I mean, do we really? Or do we just keep doing the same thing? Only now we know that we shouldn't be doing it. I mean, what really? Let's just be honest. What, what's really happening? Hey, Leonard. When we know better, we do better. That takes a lot of effort. See, the thing is, is you can have knowledge, but knowledge does not equate to action. Um, 
and we all have to come to this understanding, this this reality that 95% of our actions come from our subconscious, from a place that was developed during our own pre-birth and early life experience. That's when our subconscious files get created. That's why it's said that um, our relationship, our zero to three relationships are the blueprints for all of our future relationships because of the information that's stored in the subconscious with regard to those relationships. And so that you can know something in a conscious way but that doesn't necessarily mean it's filtered back to the subconscious. It doesn't necessarily mean it's filtered, uh, it's integrated into our mind-body system in a way that in times of stress, that we don't just automatically go back down that same um, neurological groove uh, way of thinking, believing, viewing the situation. You know, that's a, that's a neurological pathway in our brain of a way of thinking and believing and seeing a certain situation or, or a person or an environment and having certain beliefs, understandings, and thoughts about it. So when we know better, we do better is only the very beginning. And it takes a lot of conscious effort to put the things that you're learning into practice. I've had so many people over the years tell me this this model that we teach, this love-based model of parenting is so simple. I mean, it really is. You know, the concepts are really simple. The basic premise of the stress model, all behavior arises from a state of stress. All behavior isn't bad, but we if we have no stress at all in our life, then that means we have nothing that's sparking us to get up and go about our day. Like we have to have a certain amount of stress to be in this sweet spot of functioning well in life. So all stress isn't bad. Stress is just think of stress as like a stimulus. And so all behavior arises from a stimulus. Between the stimulus and the behavior, we either have love or fear. Pretty simple concept, right? If it doesn't feel like love, if it doesn't look like love, then it's coming from a place of fear. All sounds really simple. Um, the idea of, of uh, loving our children, having unconditional love for our children, the idea of looking underneath the behavior to understand that behavior is communicating, all of these are they're relatively simple concepts. But the thing is, when we're in our day-to-day -day interactions, we have blueprints in our brain. We have our own brainstem. We can get hijacked as well. We can just be functioning on autopilot. And in that space, you know, our child does something and we just get really reactive. So when we know better, we do better. Hmm. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to do things differently. It takes a lot of conscious effort and it takes messing up and realizing how oh, I messed up. You know, the first step of like, when you really screw up, you know, when you're like, okay, I've really, like, I'm, I'm really working at looking behind the behavior. I'm really looking at, I'm really working towards not getting so flipped out over little things and to let some of the little things go so that I can build a stronger 
trusting relationship with my child and then you know, five minutes later you're flipped out because somebody left their dirty stinky socks in the living room or something right I mean that's just it just speaks to who we are as humans it's part of the human condition it's just part of the human condition that to make that level of change takes a lot of thought a lot of mindfulness a lot of awareness uh, it helps when your self-care is on point, when you've been sleeping good and when you've been taking care of your nutrition and when you've been getting outside to get some vitamin D and getting some physical activity and being engaged in safe, loving relationships. All of these things give us a better foundation for being able to put the things that we're learning into practice. When we know better, we do better. Yeah, it takes a little bit more than just knowing. Knowing better is just the very first step. It really is just the very first step. And if that's true for us, and we're grown-up, mature adults who have the ability to have insight, we have the resources to have supportive people around us or to you know, pay for some coaching sessions or to buy some books or whatever we need to do to reinforce our learning processes and it's still hard. Well, think about for our little children. Think about for our babies who've been through so much trauma. To know when we know better, we do better. Yeah, but that knowing really has to be able to percolate deep into our mind-body system. It really helps when you're in a community. If you can create a community of friends, I mentioned last night, I noticed I was giving shout outs to um, specifically to Colorado and Michigan because I don't know what they've got going on there. But I literally sent out um, a case of books to somebody in Colorado and then another individuals, about 10 individuals all at the same time. And it makes me think those people got together and decided they wanted to do their own book study. They decided they're going to create a community of support for one another. They're going to read these books and they're going to pour into one another and they're going to grow together because it takes that. It's hard to just learn in a vacuum information and think that knowing is going to cause you to do better. It, you know, when we're walking it out in relationship with people, when we're learning it as if we're going to teach it, when we sit down at the end of the day and process or journal, do things that help really integrate this information into our minds. And then when we go out with the intention and then blow it, it's beautiful because sometimes it's through the mistakes. It's like through that mistake, we're like, oh, now I see how I blew it. Now I can come back and apologize. I can work on it and do better. And through that process over time, we actually do get it. We actually do make these shifts. But it takes time. And it takes time for us. And it takes time for our children. So um, I want you to commit this phrase to your heart. Like I want you to weld this phrase onto your heart. Pace and grace. This stuff doesn't happen overnight. It does not happen overnight. It takes a lot to get in sync with your child. It takes a lot to put down an old... No matter if you think that this is the best paradigm in the world, 
It still takes a lot to put down an old paradigm, right? I mean, it's a, it takes a lot to go, okay, this, this idea of punishing. Like, seriously, the other day I was thinking about how it almost seems like sometimes, like if I'm talking to families for the first time in this model, it's like you kind of get the feeling that they're almost like, yeah, but so when do I get to punish my child for it? And it's not because they really want to punish their child. It's because that's all they know. Because it's so inundated in our culture, this idea that the only way that we learn or the only way to create change is through pushing people away with punishment. And yet here I just said, for your learning, for your growth, in order to learn this paradigm and integrate it into your life and put it into, your, in, into action in your day-to-day -day world, it takes learning it, it takes the knowledge, then it takes making the mistakes, and it takes having people you can talk to about it with, that you can chop it up with, and even kind of make fun of each other when you screw up. You know, like, God, you wouldn't believe that I said the stupidest thing today to my child. I can't believe I lost it over something so crazy because I was so stressed out about this thing over here. You know, it's through that process that we can really integrate this information in order to create the shifts that we're wanting to create. And so think about for your children, we create the shifts first. We're the thermostat for our environment. Their growth and healing will come about six months after yours. It's really hard for us to be present for our children when they're having meltdowns and tantrums, when inside we're having our own of, you know, I just can't take this anymore. I don't know how many more of these tantrums I can take. I, when we're in that state, and I've been there, I've been there. So I'm speaking to you from an authentic heart of knowing what that feeling's like. And when you're in that space emotionally, it is so hard to be that solid foundation for your child, helping them really believe that you're really going to get through it. Because on some place, you might not really believe that you're going to get through it. But I want to be here to say, pace and grace, love wins, slow down. A lot of the stuff that we get so stressed out about are just tiny little things that are not that big a deal. Focus on the relationship. When you screw up, just look at it as an opportunity. It's just an opportunity to be a fallible human being with your child. It's an opportunity to not be perfect. It's an opportunity to go in and say to your child, honey, I love you. I am so sorry I spewed my stress all over you. You did nothing to deserve that. We're going to work this out and together we're going to be okay. When we say that to our children, we have that position in our heart. It creates space for them to not have to be perfect and it models for them what we do. What is what is a thing we can do when we're not being perfect? When we're flipping out and spewing stress and hurting people around us, that that gives them a way to say, oh, this is what you do when you do that. You just come back and say, I'm sorry. You didn't deserve that. So, when we know better, we do better. That knowing is just the very first step. Weld pace and grace on your heart. Give yourself that. <laughs> pace yourself. We have more time than we know. Time is on our side. Love wins. Relationship is the foundation of everything. It's not that, it's not that we're trying to get them into this place of, 
of having everything all together by the time they're 18. I feel like sometimes we feel like that's the mission, but 20 year olds need support. 25 year olds need support. It's about having enough relationship that when the really hard shit comes, they reach out to you because the really hard shit doesn't come until then when they're out there trying to do it by themselves. So we want to have enough relationship, pace and grace, authenticity, coming back and apologizing when we screw up, keeping love in the forefront of our relationship goals is what it's really all about. I hope that at some time today, if you have not done this already, you put everything aside, everything aside, all the agendas of what you were supposed to get done today, all the concerns about what didn't get done, all the worries, all the things you've been fussing, fussing and fretting about, set it all aside, push pause on the tape that plays in your head of frantic, worried thoughts, and spend 30 minutes to an hour with your kids just loving them. Let the love you have for them shine from your eyes. Let them feel it from your heart. Play with them. Snuggle up and watch some TV together. Play some Legos. Color some pictures. Draw side by side. Play a board game. Play a video game. Whatever it is that that looks like for your family. Get on the floor and wrestle around until they scream uncle and let them up and then do it all over again. Let them come and pounce on you, whatever it looks like in your family. Make sure you make time for that. That's like the most important building blocks of the relationship that you have with your children. It's more important than all the fussing and all the teaching that goes on. So make sure you create time for that. And remember, in any given moment, we can act out of the blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm. We can act out of that paradigm from the dominant story of the culture that we need to be all stressed out and worked up about our children. Or we can take one to two to three deep breaths. We can choose love. Much love to you guys. I hope you have a blessed evening and we'll see you all tomorrow night.